Welcome to Two Sides to the Story with Ted and Lori. I'm Ted Zaleski. And I'm Lori Hirstetter. So, a few episodes ago, we spent a little time telling you about resolutions we are making for 2023. Uh, A month's gone by. Well, not quite. But we thought we'd say how we've been doing. We told you what we were going to do. 23 visits to book destinations. We're going to read 23 books. The two of us would read the same 23 books. And we've started in on some of that. Now, so far, Laurie. (laughs) Oh, are you having one of those moments you don't know what books we've read, so I get to say it instead? So far, (laughs) we've read two books together. Um, And I think Ted has said before, it's not like we sit down and read the book sitting there together, discussing it as we go. That's not how we approach this. Um, when we identify a book we're, we're going to read, uh, we both get the book one way or another, and then we're reading separately. We're reading at separate paces. We have different styles, but uh, it's a decision to say we are both going to read this book for this show. And there's more to say about um, the differences in our reading as, as we talk today. But the two books that we have read so far are, um, first of all, the one is obvious, and it's probably not fair that it makes the list because the truth is we read it before 2023. It's the book Once Upon a Wardrobe, and we started reading it, both of us, before the end of the year, but I've now read it three times, and you've read it four, four? Okay. and my fourth was in in and my third was in 2023, which is why it gets on the list, because we uh, we don't always read a book three or four times, but we are doing an interview with the author, uh, Patty Callahan. That is coming up soon. Um, this is Saturday. Uh, that is Thursday evening, uh, January 26th. So if you're a regular follower on our show and you see this episode right away, um, you'll be able to dial into that. It is a Carroll County Public Library event. It is a virtual event. Uh, you can just dial in to Facebook um, with the Carroll County Public Libraries page, or you can uh, watch it on YouTube. So live stream and YouTube, both options for that event. Uh, you can read the book ahead, or you can just show up, whichever works for you. Um, and you get to do that from the comfort of your home. So we've read that book. We're not going to say much about it because we're doing an interview next week. Um, But that is the first book that we've read in 2023 uh, in common. The second book that we have both read is called The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse. Uh, It is, I I guess I would consider it a children's book. Um, But it's one of those children's books that's really for anyone. Um, And in fact, I would say, in my opinion, um, adults would get more from this book than children would. Um, I really like children's books, uh, so I'm very happy to have read it. Um, It it kind of pushes two buttons for me. One is I like children's books. Two is it has amazing illustrations. And I probably shouldn't say much more than that because I think we're going to talk in depth about that book. Do you want to say anything about either one before we move on? Just um, Once Upon a Wardrobe is a book I really like, and I'm really looking forward to this interview. And on you know, um, Laurie trying to categorize the boy, the mole, uh, Barnes & Noble actually uh, shelves it in their philosophy section. 
that makes all kinds of sense to me. Okay, so two books. Two is not 23. What are the other 21 books going to be? How are we going to pick them? This is so difficult, um, and that's why it gets an episode. Because our original thought was, we're just going to pick 23 books, and we're going to put them out on our website. And anyone that's interested can join us uh, on the quest to read these 23 books. And it is so not that simple. So we thought we would share with you sort of our journey to pick the 23 books and thought not only might you be entertained by um, us <laughs> and our differences, um, but also maybe you're in a similar spot. You know, it's January. The year has just gotten started. Have you made some reading resolution goals for yourself? Have you decided what books you're reading? How many? Which titles? Uh, maybe you're struggling as much as we are. So we're going to share our frustrations, not the right word, because actually it's fun, but it's not settled at all. So uh, we thought we'd share a little bit with you about where we've been in trying to select and where we will end up, because that's sort of to be determined, I think. <laughs> Ted, what do you want to say about how we began the search? Well, Lori said it's not that simple. I'll say it could have been that simple. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we, are, we are not headed to a list of one through through 23. And it's all Lori's fault. <laughs> and it's all Lori's fault. <laughs> But, um, so we, we've talked before about differences and how we approach things and, and read and, and even pick things. So I think Lori's going to talk a little bit about what's been going through her mind. Well, I think we should start with that. Let's start with the differences. You know, we're called two sides to the story because we both love books that we have in common. We have some other things in common too, but we have a lot of differences. And those differences are really showing themselves as we do the show together. So let's start with a basic one that has been talked about on the show. It's also been a blog post that I am what's called a planner. Everybody's familiar with that. And if they know me, they definitely know that about me. And Ted is what is called a pantser. So for those of us who don't know, Ted, tell us what a pantser is. Pantser is somebody who moves ahead by the seat of their pants. Uh, there's actually a book about writing called Planner or Pantser, I think. Uh, that might not be quite the title. Do you remember? Um, I'll look it up and put it in the show notes. Uh, I bought it for you at a library in Queen Anne's County, and that's about as much as I can remember. It's um, We'll put it in the show notes. I'll look it up. But um, this conversation started... Uh, I think we've mentioned this before. Uh, Lori and I are writing a book together, which has gotten shoved to the side by the by the podcast. But uh, we were trying to work our way through our different styles. You know, I, I really like a quote. I, f I forget what writer said this now, but you know, talked about writing a book. Said um, you you can drive a whole trip only seeing as far as your headlights go in the fog or something close to that it wasn't quite it. But the idea being, you know, just go and see where you end up. Uh, Lori's not as comfortable with that idea. <laughs> she, uh, she wants to know 
okay, well, it's foggy and I've got my lights on, but where is it we're going and how long is it going to take to get there? And when do we have to make a turn and whatever else you need to know to, to get to that destination. So in trying to write the book, you know, that led to some places where things weren't coming together easily. And we still have, we have all that yet to resolve, but with books and picking books, you know, we run into the same kind of thing. You know, I could be easily content to pick the 23 books, not pick the 23 books, see what happens. Uh, but Lori, not so much. So there are a couple of reasons I think that this is a sticky spot for me. Um, just being a planner by nature obviously is is the big reason, but there are two others. And, and that comes down to the type of reader that we are. Um, Ted is going to read a lot more than 23 books this year. Last year, you said you read 60, close to 60 titles. Okay. And that's maybe an average year for you. It could be more. Um, chances are, unless I surprise myself, 23 might be my number. Um, I'm really, I think, good at staying on track when there's a goal. And I know that because we've made a commitment to 23 books, I will read 23 books because I've said I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I stand by my word. But um, it's not my normal pace. And I don't know how many books I read last year. I don't track it like you do. But I don't read nearly as much as you. So I want to get these 23 books right because they might be all I read this year. Whereas you are going to pick up many other titles and it won't have the same meaning to you as it does to me. You know, Lori says she wants to get them right. She said something very disturbing to me recently. Oh, gosh. <laughs> You're sharing it with the world. Thanks, Ted. <laughs> she said, you only have 100 books left. Oh, that's not fair. <laughs> in the rest of your life. What are those 100 books going to be? It was a scenario. I was making a point that if you only get to read 100 more books in your lifetime, what would they be? It just puts a different emphasis on the books. <laughs> well, what I got was I have one and two-third years <laughs> left to live. Your days are all right. Well, are you done? Yes, <laughs> okay. <I'm> done. <laughs> Picking on me. All right. So the other thing that's related is about um, the, the reading style, not only how many books, but how you read books. I don't finish all the books that I read. If I pick it up, it grabs my attention at a library and I take it home. I, I've probably taken home five others at the same time. And I might read a chapter here and a chapter there. And a lot of them don't get finished. And that is not Ted's style at all. If he decides he's going to read a book, he's going to read the whole book. And even if you don't enjoy it, I think in the past... That has been your approach, which is why I brought the scenario up about if you only get to read a hundred more, because it might change the way you think about the books that you're reading and whether you should suffer through one that just isn't for you. And I have been giving that some more thought recently. And there's two or three books in the last year that I, I did say, nope, not reading this. So to be fair, uh, you've definitely influenced my reading. I think everybody who's watching the show or listened to the show knows that. But this is just one way in which I think I'm influencing your reading a little bit. Yes. So back to the book list that to come up with 23, I really want to come up with 23 that I'm going to finish. I don't want it to be the five or six that I brought home and I only got a chapter through. I'd like to pick books that are important enough or hit my 
wheelhouse enough that I know I'm going to commit to reading them all. So it just puts a little bit more emphasis on the list. And one thing that kind of makes this easier with our different approaches to things, I'm okay reading all kinds of different things. So if, if Lori needs to find 23 that are going to work for her, those 23 almost certainly work for me too. So I can just go along. Absolutely. And I tend to stick with my favorite categories. And so I, probably if you've listened to the show, you know, by now, personal development is, is a top category for me, as is children's books. Please, no more personal development. <laughs> I don't want to read only children's books and personal development books this year. I'm going to broaden the scope. So, all right. So now we've talked about why we don't have a list of 23. <laughs> Let's chat about what we've tried to do to come up with the list so far. So I think it started, you might have gone to the library um, to do some research on a day. And then I came and joined you on my break uh, to see where you had gotten. So that sounds right to you. What was it like before I got there? What did you do? I was just wandering around the library. And interesting because it reminded me that that's something I used to do pretty regularly. I walk in, not looking for anything in particular, but just wandering up and down the aisles, looking at shelves and seeing what caught my eye. I don't remember what the last time I did that was, but um, that's, that's what I was doing that day. And I was keeping titles as I went. I said, oh, that could be interesting. That might be one we could do. And I accumulated, I don't know, 20 books maybe. At least. I know when I got there, you had your yellow notepad and a list of books going. And so when I arrived, he showed me the list. And then we went through the library, retraced oh, your yeah, steps. Because right. you didn't yourself. You just wrote down the title. And then I'm sure the librarians appreciated that, that you didn't grab them on, throw them on the table. Um, but then we went through the library and you were going to show me the books that were on the list so I could get a peek at a, a couple of pages. And uh, of course, I got distracted as we went on titles that were grabbing me at the same time. So we probably added a couple of titles to the list that day as I went through. Yeah, I think so. In addition to yours. So then I did some research after that um, on my own, um, just Googling. I, I have this um, project I'm working on on the side. Um, I refer to it as bliss. And it's categories of, of your life. It's not just for reading. It's about personal development, surprise. Um, but it also applies to reading. And I was looking for titles that fell into these categories of life that um come up in bliss for me. So just to give you an example, one of those is um, career satisfaction. So I was doing a little research to see, are there any other career books that, that I would like? Um, my day job is human resources. And I all the time am coming across people who are mismatched in their, their work, that they're not in the right job, so it doesn't work out. And recruitment and retention is important in my day job. So career satisfaction and trying to help people figure that path out is something that matters to me. Um, also, I have a 17-year-old who is going to be picking a path soon for, uh, for his future. So that's one category. So I started adding to the list um, with titles that I thought might work for my interests. Now, it got more complicated. Um, we started looking at 
bookstores. And we're going to save that for the end, but um, one of our other goals was about good book hunting. So we've been to several so far, and we both have seen titles when we've gone to these places that are also of interest beyond the list that we came up with that first day at the library. Another thing I used to do a lot more of, wander around bookstores, just seeing what caught my eye. So we had, we've had a bit of that and we both take pictures of books, both have lots of book pictures on our phones. I wonder how many I actually have on my phone, but it's a lot. Well, okay, planner again. So I spent a little time last night, um, once we talked about doing this episode, on my phone, I created a, an album of all of the book pictures that I've gotten. It's 80 pictures, and that's just in a couple of trips that we've made. So remember, we're trying to get to 23 books you see how the challenge is uh, growing. That we started out with a list that was somewhat close to that. Uh, we went to bookstores and took 80 plus pictures. That's just what's on my phone, not what's on Ted's. And then we started, um, I've been trying to pay a little more attention to social media because of the podcast and following some some people. Um, and obviously they're, they're related to books. It's uh, Likely Story in Sykesville, Maryland. Um, Rudolph Girls is another bookstore that is right here in Westminster. And then um, in Mount Airy is The Last Word. So I'm following um, them on Instagram and Facebook. And their staff has put out reading recommendations lists. So now that's added to the possibilities of books is the ones that are being recommended by people we um, respect. So the list of possibilities has grown extremely fast. <laughs> yeah, we'll be talking more about some of these stores, but just a quick mention, we were in the store, The Last Word in Mount Airy, and we had a, a good conversation with one of the employees there. And each of the employees actually has a bookshelf where they put out all their recommendations. And I was looking at her recommendations and seeing how many of them were books I had already read or books I was interested in. But there's another piece of this you were spending, as you sometimes do, some time on the internet looking at yeah, books. I, I do like to research. Um, and I said that at some point about when I was looking at titles that fill into like these bliss categories. That was all online research okay. for me. Um, and yeah, we're going to definitely talk more about those bookstores that I just mentioned. Um, wonderful people. We're just lucky to have such great shops here in our local area. Uh, we're going to spend our time picking books uh, from them. And we encourage you to support these local independent bookstores as well. And uh, if I'm going to pick a book on a recommendation, it's going to be from one of these places because they're just really smart and um, book people. Okay, so you want to walk people a little bit through how your mind has worked on this? Trying to narrow it down. Okay, so you go from a a list of 23 to a list of over 100, now what are we going to do? And it's only getting started because every time we go on a good book hunting trip, I know we are going to find more titles. So we started with the approach of the planner style, which was let's make a list of 23 and stick to it. So ease up on the planner mode for just a moment. How about 23 books, but 
some can get bumped when we find books on our trips. So we'd have to prioritize them, right? So number one would be a book we're absolutely going to read, but 23 could get bumped and actually so could 16, uh, depending on how many we've found along the way. You're going to say something there? All right, okay, continue on the way my brain is thinking through this. All right, so what if we go a step further and not planning it so much to say half of the books are picked and then we leave 11 or 12 spots open? It's getting even more flexible. Well, Ted, you might be proud of me or you might just laugh at me, but I, here's where I think I am. I think I want to not have a book list. I don't want to pick 23 titles. I'm going to go with categories instead. Who are you and what did you do with Lori? Spontaneous <laughs> uh, Lori. Now, there, don't get me wrong. There's still going to be an awful lot of research and thinking that goes into this. But um, I spent a little time last evening thinking about, all right, if I don't tell my, tie myself to a title and instead I make it about areas of interest, that way when we go on a bookstore trip, I know that I've got lots of options because uh, let me run through some of the categories. So first of all, this one's very simple. Um, I tend to read more nonfiction. Personal development is the first shelf that I go to. So I would like to make sure that it's a good mix of fiction, nonfiction, and you can keep me in check about that as we add books to the, the list. Um, other topics or categories that I'm interested in. I really like to read a collection of short stories. And I think that hits a spot for you too, right? So tell me a little bit about what that means to you. And is that a good idea for you as well as me? Absolutely. Um, I've read collections of short stories. I often think that I wish I read more than I do, though. I often think about it, but don't, don't get to them. And uh, I probably very quickly could come up with a, a list of uh, collections that I would be interested in. And we've even talked about the idea of writing a collection of short stories together. So I think it would be good research too, um, if we end up with something in that category. So let's just apply that to my thinking here is, there's not a list of 23 books, but the categories are, we'll figure them out and be flexible about them. But one of the books that we read in 23 will be a collection of short stories. So when we go to a good book hunting trip, whether it is a library or a bookstore, those are sections we might check out to see, is there one that day that just grabs both of us and we're agreed upon that, okay, this one we're getting and we're both going to read it. So do you want to hear some of my other categories or you want to tell me some of yours first? No, go for it. Okay. So um, I really want to read a book that is in the humor section. Um, and when I say that, it's it's for me not just, oh, that's kind of funny. I, I would like to have a book that makes me laugh so hard I cry, that my belly hurts, and that I smile long after I've read the book when I think about it. So I think that will be easier to do than some of these others because I'm going to feel that as I'm standing in the store. There's a shelf. It's got 18 titles. They're all humor books. If there's one that's making me roll in the store, it might be coming home with me. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I would say you know, writing really funny books is a hard thing to, to do. Mm -hmm. But yes, you know, if you pick up one that's, you're saying, okay, th this is it. And 
But yeah, grab that one. So another category for me is I would like to read a book where the uh, main character or characters are going on a quest. So if there is like a word of the month, quest might be it. If there's a word of the year, quest might be it because we are absolutely on a quest um, with this new show, with the books that we're trying to read. And I actually have some titles already in mind. Um, there's a book we picked up on one of our good book hunting trips, which is a quest between two brothers. We read a book together. Do you remember? Etta, Otto, oh, yes. James and Russell. something. And Russell, yes. So um, I think that's in the wrong order. It's kind of like the boy, the mole. I don't know which name came first. Oh, Etta was first, but I don't know if I've got the rest. We'll put that in the show notes as well. But it was about a quest of a journey of sorts that one character took and then others were involved. So I'd like to do another quest book. And you know what's funny? Here I've talked about this and was forgetting the one. We're going to an event later today. Ernest Thompson is a local author. Um, I don't believe he lives locally now, but he graduated from Westminster High School. And he's got a, a book event for a book he just put out called The Book of Maps. And I believe it's a journey, too. He gave us a sneak peek at one chapter, and it looks like the characters are on a bit of a, a quest, a road trip. And for people who don't recognize the name, this is the guy who wrote on Golden Pond. Yes, I, I think it's going to be a big event for um, for the area. Carroll County Public Library is putting it on with a likely story bookstore. And uh, I know lots of people are coming because there was a wait list to even attend the event. So lots of great things happening in our area where books are concerned. And lots of good quest books out there. I can think of a number just sitting here that I've read and liked and we're going to be interviewing on Once Upon a Wardrobe. There's even a bit of a quest element to that book. Maybe we can just check that one off. <laughs> I, I don't think we're going to have any trouble. It's just this is becoming more fun as we talk about it because I'm, I'm opening myself up to being a pantser about it. Yes, there will be categories, but we're going to wing it and figure it out as we go. And I think we're going to have some fun and we'll look forward to telling you about it as, as we get through it. Um, so I would say they can expect some regular updates from us on how it's going. We will put a section on the website of as we have read books or maybe even as we've chosen them. That could go in the blog area as well as just the count of books that we've read. We will put the list as they are completed and we'll probably be talking about them on the show as well. Now, I have some other categories. Do you want to hear one or two more? And then we'll save the rest for another time. Okay. Do you want to add one of your own? Nope. I'm just taking it. You're just going to go for the ride. Okay. So we've talked before about our, I, I want to call her a friend. I think she's a friend to you. Um, Nancy Pearl, who is the most famous librarian. So tell why she's a friend of yours as a review for people. And then I'll say, um, why I want to include her somehow on a book we read. Well, I don't know if I could call her a, a friend, but we do have some relationship. Uh, I interviewed her once and we had a really good time, I think. And then she sent me a card after the interview and said, I, I hope our paths cross again. So if that qualifies me for a friend, then, then yes, she is. But uh, Nancy was the... Uh, library director in Seattle. She started a program there where the whole city was reading one book that has spread across the country, including to Carroll County now. 
and she's done TV shows and interviews and blogs and written books about picking books. Uh, definitely the, the world's most famous librarian. So set me up for my picking of a book that relates to Nancy. Talk about her categories. Okay. Uh, she likes to approach finding books for people, and that's how she thinks about it. How do I find the right book for you? And she has four categories to say, what are you looking for? One is page turner. One is characters. One is landscape or setting. And the other is um, language. How is, how is it written? And she likes to find out what's most important to you. Now for this, I think Lori has an idea in mind where she's going. I do. The first one you mentioned, Page Turner. So another difference in our reading style. It's rare for me to sit and read a book in one sitting. I, it's usually chopped up over a much longer period of time than you. If you get into a book, it's not unusual for you to finish it in a couple of days, right? Right. And it's not unusual for you, just a little less common, to read a book all in one sitting. Fair? Uh, there was a time when that was true. Probably doesn't happen to me too much now, though. Okay. I mean, so if your average to finish a book is how many days? Oh, boy. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not sure because, you know, what, what also happens is I sometimes have more than one book going at a time, so mm. I'm bouncing back and forth. Okay. But if I was focused on one, one book, book yeah. I, I, you know, it's usually going to be two or three days. So for me, it's much longer. It's two or three weeks, and um, that has shown itself in us preparing for this interview next week with Once Upon a Wardrobe. Now, I read it quicker than I read most books, and it's uh, an amazing book is, is why. And maybe that's part of my inspiration to think about, I would like to do a book on, in one of our 23 that is a Nancy Pearl 20, um, a Nancy Pearl page turner style of book. But I'm making it a little even more difficult for myself as, as I want to pick one that I can't put down. I want to pick one that is nonstop until I finish. And if bathroom breaks and food have to wait, well, then that's just how it's going to be. So I, I don't know if that is really how it's going to happen, but that's a goal that I want to find a book that, you know, if we're at a bookstore together, when I find it, that my head is in that book and it's not coming out. And um, then we'll know that's the one it's, it's got to come home. And that's the page turner book for All the year. Right. So I'm, I've got a picture on my mind here, Lori with a book in her hand. She's reading. I'm carrying her out to the car, <laughs> trying to open the car door without dropping her so I can get her in and not disturb her reading. We've already established my muscles are um, going to compete with yours. So you're not carrying me out of the store. <laughs> you, Yes, you painted a nice picture of Lori totally engaged in a book that she can't put down. <laughs> All right. So um, I think that's where we are, that I've settled for the moment of not having a list, but I have categories in mind, and we will give you updates as we read books and find books and discuss uh, what makes the list when there is no list. <laughs> we were going to talk just a little bit about some of the stores we visited, but maybe, oh, yeah. we'll, maybe we'll hold off on that and keep that for another episode. It's probably worth saying something, only because this was intended as we just got involved in the book discussion. But it was an update on what we're doing with our resolutions. 
So if you haven't read it or watched it, uh, you may want to listen to the reading resolutions episode. That's how this got started. We made some goals for 2023. Read 23 books and visit 23 good book locations. So we are well on our way. We have been to six in common, and really you've got a seventh that you've gone to uh, without me. And that one is definitely worthy of an episode of its own. So we'll save it. But um, just to let you know that we have already well on the way to 23 book destinations, and we'll do a separate episode to talk about how that journey is going. Okay, so that'll probably wrap it up for this episode. As always, remember you can find a podcast on Spotify and Apple Play and Google and probably other places now. Our, our website is twosidestothestory.com. The second two is a numeral. You can contact us at twosidestothestory at yahoo.com. And if this conversation today sparked anything in you, uh, please do send us an email. Let us know how you would approach this or tell us the book. Here's one you don't want to leave off of your list. It needs to be in the 23. So until next time, thank you for listening. And enjoy your reading.